0: Everything happens at the right time. That's true. You know, because now look what's going on. Now we don't know what's going. on. I don't know if we're gonna be able to go over there now. It's like almost gonna be World War Three. Like, but
1: yeah, you know. You think that's gonna happen? I
0: don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Some
1: people predicted. They say it was. Uh, it was written. No,
0: well, my mom says that too. She's like, you know, if you follow the Bible, she's like, it's, it's prophesied, right. right? When I think about it, like I look at, I listen to Putin, and I'm like. This is like Hitler all over again. Like to me, this guy has no fear. Like he doesn't care. Yeah. You know, like I feel like he doesn't care who dies. I think he wants to go down in history as One of the Greats. One of the You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't understand that, like the Conqueror.
1: Right. Yeah. People, some
0: people really have this thing where they want this crazy legacy. Like, I don't care. They died for legacy. Yeah. yeah. So if you start this big war, you're willing to bomb anyone just to be a great in history and people yeah. Undermining that, I'm like, no, I think this nigga's gonna do some shit like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> what like, he's like, He's like, if it's a fair, you you'll give you, know, I'll give you the biggest consequences you've ever seen in history because he wants you to interfere. He's just yeah, like, he
1: wants all the stuff. Let's smoke. go. I, wa- yeah. I want to
0: blow the whole world up. Yeah. I don't care. Like, hey yeah. okay. I feel like
1: that's what
0: he wants.
1: Yeah, some people are driven by power. There and, you he, go. and he's probably the closest one to getting there yeah, and whatever you want. Yeah.
0: They have the most nuclear weapons in the world. So
1: yeah yeah let's not talk about gloomy stuff right <laughs> now <laughs> welcome back to it starts now the happy hour finance and business my name is stanley and on today's episode i'm super excited because I have this trending, well, it's not necessarily trending. It's, it's going to explode. They have something that's so unique and different to the expectation. And when I first realized that they actually had a store on a bus, and to me, I was like, that's incredible. That's ingenious, the idea to have that. And so we're going to dive in with Latoya. And the time is, which is the name of the company. Please, on today's episode, welcome our guest, Latoya Barrett. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm pumped right now because we were talking a little bit earlier yeah. about the, the ingenious of the fact that the name is on a play on words, right? Uh-huh. But before we begin, please introduce yourself. Please introduce your company and what you got going on. So that way we can start.
0: Okay. My name is Latoya. I'm the co owner of the mobile boutique called The Time is 1020. Um, I wanted to say, first of all, thank you for having me. And, you know, I really appreciate it. This is such a great opportunity.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for
0: thinking of us. <laughs> you know, we're a fairly new business, so um, going into a month of business. And a lot of people have been reaching out to us for interviews and like articles, and this is the first interview. Well, it, we we appreciate it, device.
1: thank you, thank you. Because I know there's more to come. I know for a fact there's more to come. And what what I was so excited about is because, um, when I saw the whole bus concept of having um, actual clothing line within a bus. I don't know how big is a bus, and I don't mm-hmm. know how long it can um, or how long how elongated it is for yeah. you to have so many items. Mm-hmm. But what I do like is the fact that there was something that was just out of the box during this time in this era mm-hmm. you know what made you guys think that this would be a great business model to have a thrift store mm-hmm. on a bus
0: because the time is now <laughs> <laughs> that's how we, we said the time is now um we my partner and i we have always been into thrifting we went to thrifting i'd say maybe like I've been to thrift for five years. That's how I've made my income. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't know, but there's people who thrift for a living. Like we buy clothing and we resell, like that's our only income. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, people sell things on eBay, on Poshmark, but that's what we do. So my partner has always been into that. And we, um, I wanted to get a store and this is pre pandemic. I was looking into getting stores. And then when the pandemic happened, it was like, okay, well no one's really going outside anymore like is that the best thing to do right now we Mm -hmm. don't know Mm -hmm. so you know still i was still looking for stores i was shopping around thinking maybe stores are cheaper right now you know we'll get over this right right as i'm looking at stores i'm meeting with owners and they're telling me like okay in order to get this store you gotta put down like six months of rent you know we're talking like twenty thousand dollars then they want to see like oh you have to have like a bulk savings in your account i'm just like i don't have that much i have Startup cash and I have a dream When I you know, like let me get a store.
1: Right. And what was startup cash though?
0: Startup cash to me was a little like nine thousand dollars. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, okay. And
1: I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to
0: Who thinks they can get a store with nine thousand dollars? Hey, you you'll be but,
1: surprised how many people start with less and make it happen.
0: But that's why no, I believe in that because I right. have I've had businesses before where I've took a hundred dollars and turned it into more. So I just know like just give me a store, give it to me for a month. I could put down the first month's rent. I can get inventory i know i just believed in myself that much get that done. Right, right, right. but um back to the question what makes want to do it now so i couldn't find a store on my own so that's when i um i ran into my friend missouri in a thrift store one day and i was so shy to ask i remember i was like oh my god i want to ask this guy would he open the store with me if i'm just so scared to be like turned down and he'd be like no mm-hmm. and i mentioned it to him i said um missouri he was like yes and I'm like um do you want to open a store with me and he was just like I would do that he was like look for a store and let's do it
1: okay what was Missouri doing at that time
0: um I think Missouri had a job he was also doing thrifting he loves to thrift like it's just an obsession of ours even if we have a a 9 to 5 we're still gonna thrift to resell because that's what we love to do okay you know and continue looking for stores continue looking for stores still couldn't find anything and then i remember watching a video on youtube one day i saw a woman turn a bus into a home and when i was like she had ac had a refrigerator it was like solar powered i was like yeah this is genius (laughs) (laughs) a home like you can clearly put a store on this right 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 i started to i started to look up like um see if they even exist like moving boutiques and i would see like i would find some like all the way like in Texas people had them but they were more like trailers that you can just um like box trailers that they just turned into with with regular racks inside and I'm like no I want like a full out store and I came to Missouri I was like yo we gotta get a bus and then that's when Missouri he's the one that actually went on the hunt for a bus okay yeah And I'm going to be honest, on the time he was on the hunt for a bus, I kind of was, I was losing steam. I was like, kind of like, we're never going to find. This is not going to happen. So I was kind of like drifting away from the idea of doing the mobile boutique. Mm -hmm. Then he comes to me, he's like, I found our store. And he found it and he kept on bugging me. Let's go see it. Let's go see it. And at the time I'm like, "Um, I kind of changed the idea of what I want to do right now. (laughs) I'm kind of going to probably go into like personal self branding and mm-hmm. save my, lose my little money to do that. And, and, um, he's like, come, just come see it, come see it. And I saw it and it was like perfect. It was the perfect size. It was just like, had lighting inside and it was just like, that was it.
1: Was it solar powered as well? No. No, okay. it's not
0: solar powered. We're working on that. We're, we're going to make it
1: solar powered. Okay. Right. That's, to me, that's like, like I said before, it's ingenious because I think, That model alone, I don't think nobody. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Mm -hmm. And I guess my question is, did you guys have to get a permit, like before Mm -hmm. that? What was the location? What? How did you guys decide on the location? Was it because of the foot traffic? Like, what was it?
0: It was the foot traffic. Okay. It was the foot traffic. Like, um, so this particular area in Bushwick. I don't know if people are familiar with Bushwick, Brooklyn, but to me, that is the most one of the most like trendiest parts of brooklyn mm-hmm. like when you're in bushwick you know you're in bushwick and it's based on the dressing and i found out about that area because there was a couple of stores first stores that i used to sell clothing back to so i would buy clothing and i would sell it back mm-hmm. and while i'm walking around i'm like why is there so many people like walking around on foot out here like this is really a popular area bringing back to um this is how i knew this was the area to do it in. Last summer, after having all like the clothing that I had from all my online so I had like a whole bunch of clothing left over. Mm-hmm. Last summer after the pandemic, I was, I was in Manhattan, 14th Street, and I saw people selling clothes outside with racks on 14th Street. I'm talking about in the front of Zara, in front of Zara, in front of uh, Sephora, and really? police standing next to them. And I was just like, is this legal? Like, <laughs> can, you, can you do this? Can you yeah. sell clothes outside? You know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I have so much good stuff. Like, what if I bought it outside? I don't wanna do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I um I did it. And I did it in Bushwick. And I did it like in the hot one of the most hottest summer days ever. I remember I was planning to do it on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. That Saturday come and I got nervous because I was like, I'm not so close on the street. I got like, you know, you get nervous. Like you're like right, 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 how right, this right. is this gonna play out? But it was a good thing that that happened because the next day it was a Sunday, and I got up that morning. So I'm gonna do it today. Um, I grabbed my boyfriend's car at the time, and I loaded it with like a, t- like 200 pieces of clothing, mm-hmm. shoes, pocketbooks, and when I popped up on that Sunday, I didn't realize that was a perfect day to start because that was Pride Day. I did not realize that was one of the most biggest days in that neighborhood was Pride Day. It was like the streets were full It was like a, an open block party. It was. People everywhere.
1: So you had the market right there.
0: And then the thing about it is it was Day, So it's like everyone wants to wear like glittery clothing and colorful stuff. And I had all of that. And that day I made the most money I've ever made a day. Period. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Was, so the
1: timing was right.
0: And I was like, this is it. Uh, and I was like, this is it. And I did it every Sunday. Every Sunday after that I did it.
1: And the business continued to grow.
0: Yeah. Every Sunday people looked forward to me coming there. And that's how I knew like, all right. This is what we're gonna do it around this area. Okay.
1: Now let us let, circle back to the the second part of the question. The first part of the question: Did you get a permit? Did you have to get a permit?
0: You you do. You need to have like some type of licensing, like to sell on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's recommended that you should have like a vendor's license. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to get because they only give them to veterans. But we have we have licenses.
1: Okay, yeah. that's good. And from there, like i know it's not a traditional brick and mortar right mm-hmm. and i know you want to get there so we're going to touch into that but let's say I, I don't know the, and i don't really understand the ins and outs of the thrift store Okay. so when somebody purchases something do yeah. they try it on on the bus they uh, can they can yeah okay
0: they can. um when i sell on the street people are getting naked on the sidewalk like literally really I mean, men women underwear changing like that that's Bushwick. That's why I love Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one cares about Yo. no, no. Bushwick is a place where it's be yourself. Like I love to move there because it's like you can just do whatever you want. Right. No one's judging you. No one's bothering you. It's like so. It was like I was like hey, this girl's in her underwear. She didn't care. It's guys in her, it's underwear. It's it's clothing. It's your body. Everyone has bodies. You know True, so true,
1: true. It's like going to the beach except you're on the street.
0: Right. But so I said, you know what? I I went on Amazon and I looked up they have actual pop up changing rooms. So I actually had a pop-up change room. If you can see oh, if you see the um like videos and pictures somehow I had it, yeah. I literally had a whole sidewalk, like a store outside. It was clothing, it was bags, shoes. It was like a good, I'd say 13 feet long. Like it was a yeah. store on the corner. And then I had this really large mirror that I have in my living room, like, right. like a seven feet tall mirror. Mm-hmm. That's what stuck out. People saw this mirror, like a beautiful mirror on the side right. of the street, and they're right. like stopping like. This girl has a store on the on the street like
1: that's amazing and that's
0: what did it yeah. but the bus now we wanted to put a, a fitting room and it. it just so happened that we couldn't fit it so right now people are trying over like their clothing or they you know they have like undergarments they're pulling the clothes on top so that's like, but people are buying without even trying to clothes down
1: okay is there like a return policy because like i said no I don't know. Okay. um
0: thrift stores most thrift stores don't have, don't it. it's, have like that, final right. sale yeah yeah, yeah.
1: okay yeah. so that's the the other thing is um like I said, I know it's like, it's not really traditional like a brick and mortar, but you eventually want to have a brick and What's yeah. the game plan?
0: Um, so we're thinking that this bus is actually like, it's really, it's going really well. Mm-hmm. We think we might want to get a second one and dip, put in a different location. We have, we're have we eyeing another location. We, we know that it's a lot of foot traffic. Zone. I'm not okay. going to say where it is, right. but... This probably this is probably where the next location should be because mm-hmm. like the actual like average income in that area is like it's astronomical. <laughs> like that's crazy. Know, yeah, it's, it's Who does there. the
1: research for that stuff? Because it's like a two man team right now.
0: We just I don't know. It's just like we just know. It's we just know. It's like when you get into this business of and reselling, mm-hmm. it just gives you certain skills. Like we, we watch what people wear, we right, watch right. how they dress is a like you right. can you can just tell where Ooh, to go. Right, yeah. right and what right. they're looking for. Right, right. It's like a sixth sense I picked up on. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. But thing is it's a big business. Like I think they're projecting it to be like a thirty billion dollar business within the next five years or something like that. Really? It's because of the way the time is changing. Right. Um, fast fashion, people don't no longer spending um high dollars on things that
1: yes yeah, sure
0: the vintage the cold the their older clothing look how long they're lasting i'm selling clothes back from the 70s and the 60s they're they're lasting so now you go out and buy a, a garment right now you wash it a couple times it's destroyed mm-hmm. these, these old older fabrics like the silk and the linen they're like standing time that's, that's what they want they want good made well-made garments I and mean, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. older garments are made from good fabrics
1: and how do you know that detail yourself when you go in? Like, is that what you're looking for? High quality fabric? Yeah,
0: I okay. yeah, We do. We, we love like linen, silks, like leather, like leather, yeah. leather and fur, and like animal prints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's
1: it. Oh, that's yeah. what's up, man. Mm-hmm. And your partner is like stylish too, with the way he Very walks. Very stylish. In. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, That's why he's like the perfect partner because I feel like my expertise, like. I like older clothing. Missouri mm-hmm. per se, he's into high fashion and designer items, so that's his thing. He knows every designer, just by looking at it, he can tell. Oh, those are Alexander Wang jeans. Those are um, Missy Miyaki. Like he knows every designer, and it's just like it's amazing. I love it, you know. Yeah. And then for me now, I'm more likely looking for like the older tags. Like I want like. 70s where 60s where like that stuff gets me really
1: excited. So you guys have a natural balance because I remember earlier we talked about like you're more of like the person that like to have fun. He's more of like he's more uh, reserved, reserved <laughs> and things like that. He's more and that, reserved. But, it, but it, it crossed over in everything, even in the business on how you guys approach it. Like it you does. said earlier, you, you like more of the old items, but he's more into the designer. So. Yeah, so it gives
0: us all, like this really cool balance, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like I feel like the whole idea for the bus I, I personally wanted the bus to be something that was memorable and fun like I love fun mm-hmm. and I'm like out of anything I don't care if we don't make money we gotta make fun we gotta have fun yeah. <laughs> that's my thing like that helps the day go by you know right, like, right, that's right. what I I like enjoying myself so but with Missouri he's like okay yeah you can have your fun but we have work to do you know like I've never worked so hard in my life I've never worked 14-hour days, seven days a week straight. like.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm glad you touched on that because a lot of people don't understand how entrepreneurship works. They think because you become a, uh, you have more flexibility that you're yeah. able to do a lot of things, but they uh-huh. don't realize your time is really not your time. Your time is really into uh-huh. the business. Uh-huh. So when they think like, oh, but, you know, you're not working for the man. No, yeah. I'm, I'm working for this man, or oh, this woman, like, you still got to work for your customers, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that 14 hours a day is like, real. is real, right? Real. Do you have the time to socialize? Not really.
0: I get hit with this every single day. Like all of my friends are like, okay, so when, when are you, when are you off? And I'm like, I'm never really off because even when we're closed, we're buying in bulk. And that takes the whole day. hmm you know there's always something to do when you're running your own business there's always something especially to in the do. beginning in the beginning like
1: yeah.
0: i sleep and dream this shit. like I, I, <laughs> you know? and the thing about it is when i come home i don't watch tv right. i'm on my phone i'm googling i'm looking at like trends and stuff so it's like it all depends if, if i really have an hour to spare and i'm not doing anything then i can pop up but for me to like really plan and say i'm going to be there it's really hard because it's always something to do for, to, mm-hmm. for, for a new business
1: right Let's talk about the business um, in totality. What do you think that this bus concept? Because eventually somebody's gonna jump on board, now, yeah. especially after they hear this and they see what's going on. Yeah. Um, what is the potential that you think that you guys can make, mm-hmm. monetary wise, or even get to level wise?
0: Alright. Well, I already see it. You know, I don't know if you did. You watch
1: the Mm-hmm. You did, right? Yeah. And
0: I was so glad, like I watched that at that time right. because it was. Like, I
1: actually recommended it to a group of mine. that said, "Yo, this is pretty cool." I everyone needs to watch, especially entrepreneurs,
0: it. anyone that has like a dream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that he was told no so many times. So many like, times, yeah. And that that really helped me because it's like, I already see where my business is gonna be. I know when I talk to people, they think I'm arrogant sometimes, and like, okay, you need proper marketing to get to this level. And I'm like, no, but if I see it already, how can you tell me? This is what I need. I mm. know it's going to get there because I believe you that. You believe
1: it, yeah. I know. I yeah. just know that
0: it takes time and it takes consistency. Mm. So I'm really glad I watched him because he was consistent. He was persistent. He didn't stop. How
1: many no's that he received. And even when they got to a certain point, yeah. right, they said, hold up. Now the real work begins. Yeah. They're right now through all the no's and everything. And they, he finally got signed. He got finally got a budget to release his album. And the video was out, and he's like, now the real work begins. And you're thinking like, hold up, you kind of made it. But no, that's when you really start to put in the additional work on top of that. Another good one to watch is, and I watched it last night, and it kind of moved me. It was the Kevin Garnett documentary. I believe it's on Showtime. Mm. And that really, that's another one where he went through so much to finally get to that championship um, ring. And he yelled out, you know, anything is possible. Mm. And I never understood the impact of that, how he was yelling and screaming until I watched that documentary. And I was like, I I get it now. He did that during the game? Yeah. After they won the championship, he yelled out anything is possible. But when you hear his story yeah, you, of the journey, that, it now makes, it makes, makes sense that. why he was so like passionate you know, about what? it. I,
0: I really like that. I'm going to actually, I like documentaries. Yeah. So I'm going to watch that. But you see that clip that things I might use that for like some kind of visual content. I, that,
1: you, you, you never know. That. You never know where anything is possible. Yeah. And they show too, like, and how it happened. It was a random, random thing. He was, Um. I, I would suggest everybody go watch the documentary. But what he said was, if he'd had, any, if his friend, Mm -hmm. hadn't told him let's go play ball at the gym and he thought about it because he was trying to work on his SATs I believe and because he was struggling Mm -hmm. and his friend said hey listen let's clear your mind let's go play some ball he went and got to the gym it it so happened Michael Jordan was playing that day Mm -hmm. and he was standing there you know fogging up the glass trying (laughs) to look at Jordan play yeah and then somebody knocked on the window and just said hey um Call him in. And then he was like, Me? He's like, Yeah. And then he was like, Grab my sneakers, grab my sneakers. So he grabbed <laughs> his sneakers, ran in and played. And now as he was playing, he watched Isaiah Thomas on the floor laying down. And then he went to have a conversation with Isaiah. And Isaiah was the one that said, Hey, you can go straight to from high school to the league. Mm. And he was like, Never heard of that before. And he was probably the first after 20 was years.
0: Him, was he the first? After or- 20
1: years. After 20 years, he was the first. Yeah, and that really sparked it for like a whole. He opened up the floodgates for yeah, a whole a other people. people to come right, right behind him. But then when you go through the journey, you realize um, it's okay if I fail a few times. Because yes. when you watch the Kanyes and mm-hmm. you watch the Kevin Garnett stories, yeah. you're like, okay, it's okay that I failed a yeah, few times. I feel like a lot
0: of people don't. Yeah, they they don't get that. Far, they don't get it, and
1: it, and eventually that's not. You know, you may have one direction for the plan, yeah. but that doesn't mean that's the ultimate plan. Right. You know, right, that's right. probably the journey you have to go through at that period. Right. But then it might take you to a different.
0: It's like feeling forward. You feeling, yeah, feeling forward, right? Because I've tried a lot of different things, yeah. like a lot of different things, and I feel like nothing worked out for this particular reason because this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Right.
1: But it, all that stuff prepared you. It did. If you look back, you're like, "Oh, I got this skills, right?" I have
0: so many skills. Like, mm-hmm. I, I literally I'm my own web designer. I design my own graphics. I design my own packaging. I don't I don't order anything to get done. I do it all handmade in my house. Like, I've done so many things. I've designed jewelry. I've designed clothing. I've done. I've made hair products from scratch. Like, I can say like I can do a little of everything because I've tried to do a lot of different things. So, right. Yeah. So it definitely gives you skills. Like you know. Like, as an entrepreneur, you're like, you do everything. Everything is like in house at first. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it all prepared me for this boutique. <laughs> like, <laughs> it all prepared me to crush this. You know, yeah. like, when you ask me, where do I see this going? Like, the bus to me, the bus is going to be, it's already like, this is, we're week four. And the reception that we, we're getting from the people, I see where this is going. I want this bus to be like, in a way like well not a landmark but something you you visit when you're when you're in Brooklyn like something you have to stop at like people who love drifting, gotta check this bus out mm-hmm. we get a lot of tourists a lot of people come to the area for the activities and the restaurants and the stores in that area so the bus being in Bushwick it's like t- top five things you have to do while in Bushwick it's I want crazy. that to be like that mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and it's gonna be there because I can see it like I, I can literally see it and I think it's like so 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 um, amazing and creative and the fact that you guys were able to attach a unique name to it Mm -hmm. tell us how that name came about
0: the time is um originally we were going to name it i think it was okay Ten twenty vintage because the concept of the store is nothing is more than 20 dollars all the items are 20 or 10 dollars so Inside the bus, all the items are $10, all the clothing, and then outside. The higher-end items, like the leather and the fur, are $20. Right. Right. So, 1020 vintage. That was the name we were going for. We were, like, printing things with it on, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Don't even look up an Instagram. If I look up to see if anyone else has this name. Right, right. And I looked up the domain name, and I'm just like, okay, it's not available. I'm like, that's not a good thing. Mm. And I looked up the Instagram, and I'm just like, someone has this Right. I was just like, okay, we probably we shouldn't use this because You don't want to confuse other people with your, yeah, you know, with your brand. Even though I don't really, I didn't really, I think they it was like an older brand that never like they stopped posting from like 2018. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, we have to create our own. And I remember I was googling like synonyms for the word vintage. So I was like, all right, and then also. A lot of boutiques now, vintage businesses are like popping up everywhere. I don't know if you see them. They're like really on the rise right now. Everyone's name in their store vintage. And I'm just like, I don't want to be another just vintage, vintage. So when I Googled synonyms for vintage, I got time. And that's when it just started to make sense. I was like, you know, what we're selling, it's kind of weird because it's a trend right now. What we're selling old clothing is. A trend for a right. Everyone's wearing it now. right So the time to wear this is the time is now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like the, the clothing are, it's old, but this is what they want. So the time is now. Right, right. You know, and then also with us starting this business, it almost didn't happen because I was losing faith and like, you know, it had happening. And I'm just like, it's not the brick or mortar store I wanted, but. The time, just do it. The time is now to do that. So that's when we were like, the time Absolutely, is now. yeah. You know? It starts now. <laughs> it starts now, right. <laughs> so that's how we got the name The Time Is. And then we named the bus The Time Is 1020 because it's like, all the items are 10 and $20, so the time is 10 20 So it's like a play on, you know. Play on words. Play on words yeah. It's easy to remember. I hope it's easy to remember.
1: No, it's easy to remember. And I like the colors you guys use.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's you. like
1: some vintage old colors as I, well, too. I, I don't
0: know. I just, I just played around. I, I created the logo myself. Yeah. The color schemes
1: mm-hmm. I do it
0: myself. I just play around what I like, and that's what I like.
1: Wow. I definitely, I definitely think this is something that's going to explode. But what do you think the impact that it will have in the community right now
0: well what is having? right right i feel like um we're adding we're adding a lot of value and we're adding to that that special flair to bushwick like i said bushwick is like a a up-and-coming trendy area where like it's really home to a lot of creatives like Mm -hmm. this is why i love it because almost every 90 percent of people that i meet there's not I don't think I've ever met anyone who, who wasn't an artist. Like everyone that comes into that shop, mm-hmm. and I think maybe with like secondhand and like colorful prints and old clothing, like, it attracts like artists or something right, you know, right. trendy people. Mm-hmm. Everyone that comes into that shop, they're like they're a student for something, they're an engineer, they're an actress, they're right, a dancer. Right, right. Everyone is like into something. That area is like an area for creative people. Right. So I feel like we we add to that. We add to that. You know, you can only Come to this bus that's in Bush, that we add to that, that flair of it being like the place for unique businesses.
1: Yeah,
0: also value wise, I don't know anyone else that's selling fur coats for $20. Like, we're really giving people value for their money. Yes. you know, a people, lot of value. We are like, <laughs> and another thing too, because it's such a like a trendy area. Yeah, people stop there to get their outfits for their shows for the night. A lot of people come and like, I have a show tonight, what do you got for me? And I, and I love it because it's like, I'm literally dressing everyone one person at a time that's crazy. yeah i love people hit me with the yo she gets me dressed like go to her like you know like that's the fun part
1: about it the thing is you got it uh it's very eclectic right for an eclectic group because everybody's different Mm -hmm. and bring different personalities right and then the product lines that you have fit multiple people multiple group of people and i think that it's definitely gonna explode to the point where Um, If you start dressing people, Mm -hmm. you know, to go out Mm -hmm. or to do a show, Mm -hmm. you know, it's only a matter of time before the floodgates are going to open. But now that kind of success sometimes, you know, when things start to happen and they start Mm -hmm. to explode, you know, can really uh, take a company down if they're not prepared. Mm -hmm. Are you guys prepared for when it starts to really scale?
0: Yeah, we are. We're 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 taking it slow right now. We're Mm -hmm. not like rushing into like scaling pretty quickly, but we're, we're taking it slow to prepare ourselves because we know we're gonna get really big and we see the demand. So we're just trying to figure out, okay, how can we meet our demand efficiently? So we're definitely working on that. So
1: you put like a uh, certain systems? Yeah, we're definitely putting certain systems.
0: Um, we definitely have to hire help we'll soon because uh, the bus literally, on the bus we probably have about, I would say three, 400, 300 items held in the bus, and then we have racks outside. So each rack holds like 100 items. So I have four racks outside.
1: Right. So the setup is crazy. <laughs> it's a in lot the of morning.
0: items. It's a lot of items. Yeah. But we, it was crazy in the morning, like getting to the bus and you know un- unpacking. I used to kind of dread it, <laughs> but as we kept doing it, it gets faster. It takes us maybe really like 15, 20 minutes to set up. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. We're on it. We're on it. We're like, let's get it. Let's get it. But, um, yeah. So. We're definitely gonna need, having a store. We're definitely gonna have to get help to bring in, um, because we're we're, but and I on our own are bringing in like three hundred items a week on our own. Yeah. So we're gonna need like way more than that if we want to scale. You know, if right, we want right, to go higher, right. stuff, right. we're gonna have to bring in more inventory. Do you now.
1: think you have to get a bigger bus?
0: Um, remember we said the bus is a second bus. Yes. Okay. A second bus, mm-hmm. and definitely a storefront. Yeah. that. a movement. Just two, but we think two buses will be fine. That's what's and then right. Brick and
1: mortar. and Brick and Motor yeah. now if somebody young like you Latoya that's looking to get some advice or want to create a bus right uh, this whole concept <laughs> what would you say to get them started to, um, to start now
0: if you want to if you want to start a mobile boutique I definitely say like think about your niche um, like your creative standpoint like how would you make it I don't know unique and fun you know like why would people want to enter a bus to buy clothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's stores. Why would they not shop in the convenience of the store? Right. And I feel like with our bus, our bus just has, like, it's a special formula mixed, made from Missouri and I. Like, it's it's fun. You see the colors inside? I
1: did, It's, like, yeah. really
0: funky and fun. So people come in just to take pictures, just to say, I was here, and that's how I know we're, in, mm. we're doing the right thing.
1: Right. Because I see you guys post on IG... People taking pictures of being um, with the items. Yeah. Or just being there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, I'm like, this is the So place you're to right, be. it's going to
1: be in an, an attraction.
0: Yeah, an mm-hmm. attraction. Definitely.
1: Okay. So what else advice would you give them to get definitely. started?
0: Um, make sure this is what you want to do because it's, it's definitely, it's not easy. You know, you got to definitely um, get your license in, get that stuff done. And, i don't know <laughs> i'm not trying to give out too much advice to no them. no <laughs> no. <laughs> no but with any business you know like prepare yourself do your research like i knew where i wanted to be at because i tested out the market you know i knew that it was foot traffic there i tested it out definitely do your research mm. um i do get uh close friends of mine like asking questions all along like you know so how does it go like you know how you doing it like how much is the bus and they're trying to like get yeah, you know pick your brain yeah and I'm just yeah. like I really think the bus is succeeding is because it's who's running the bus I don't really think it's and then the quality of the clothing as well but I feel like Maseri and I we have this dynamic and we have great customer service like mm. we, our customers always come first you know we try our hardest to make sure everyone's happy and that I think that's a really big thing when doing this type of business
1: that's what's happening, and that's true. Customer service is very important. Yeah. Right? Anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this up?
0: Um, you no, know, I really want to talk about like what and like remember you asked me a question about our background, right? About entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and um how we were, what inspired us to have a business. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know if I told you, Missouri's mom had owned a supermarket in Indonesia. And so from young, you know, he was always like helping his mother out, working there. And he, you know, he was inspired from a from, from young, young age. Same mm-hmm. as though my dad owned a very like popular record store in Brooklyn, East Flatbush. Mm-hmm. And I remember like being around 12 years old where I'm like, I want to be like my father. Right. Like my dad was so like well-respected and the community, like he did so much for his community. And that's kind of what drove me so really want to have a business. I'm just like, I want to have a, a outlet where I can um help other people as well. And I feel like with a business, you know, it it can bring you there. Yeah. So that's what really like inspired both of us. I guess I guess entrepreneurship. You kind of get in like everyone's story that I hear. It's from something from growing up. Something from growing, from growing, up, growing yeah. up. Right. It
1: stems up. It's something that you you I, for for the majority because I don't want to not include yeah, other no, people. Yeah, no, it's true. But no, for the majority. majority yeah. Um, it's something that they've seen, witnessed, or been a part of, right. and it triggers something from early. And if it's some, if it's something that's, if the language mm-hmm. is is fluently discussed around the house yeah. about entrepreneurship, yeah. about uh, building your own, or you know, establishing yourself, then. The message will eventually trickle down to the young people because that's yeah. the language that's being spoken in the house, right? Yeah. Just like if it's an artist, right? Mm-hmm. If the language of you know, it, you know, most musicians, when they when you hear some of their story, their parents used to play music nonstop yeah, that, in the house, uh, that, right? Yeah. So subconsciously, all that stuff sinks in, and as you get older, you may not understand where this where this um this passion for music come from, or you may yeah. not understand how you understand. Uh, melodies and you know patterns you, because it's it sucked in because it was constantly subconsciously yeah. that's something that's been uh, played out throughout the, the, the household yeah. so when you see things like for you you saw your father yeah you know you saw what your father passion for his business and yeah. you saw how it impacted the community same thing with your partner right mm-hmm. so now when you start as you get older even though you might go in a different direction but subconsciously is there And then something brings it about. And the magic thing about it is that, um, and I noticed that because I've I've been doing some research and also learning myself, because I had to unlearn a lot of bad habits Mm -hmm. to really view things from a broader perspective, right? So when you look at things from a macro level, you start to realize, eventually, like-minded people start to come together, Mm -hmm. come together, just like you and your partner, probably two separate sides of the world. Right but the common interest was there. And then you guys find yourselves coming together. And yeah. then finally you guys are together. So sometimes the universe is it, it, it's playing its role, right? You may not be aware of it, but mm-hmm. it's playing its role. But as an entrepreneur, or as anybody that's skillful in something, it starts from the household, mm-hmm. you know, that is how you uh, impact it and how you, the, how it made you feel. So when yeah. you get older, you're like,
0: yeah.
1: I, 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 I like this.
0: You're right. You're so right yeah. about that. I'm like, I have a daughter and like, I look how I've been, maybe I've been self-employed since she was like five years
1: old.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm, I I I'm asked her what she wants to do. She's like, oh, I'll be a basketball player. She's like, in her mind, she's like, I don't think I'm going to work a job. But she's like, I never really see my mom. My mom always had her own thing going. So to her, she's like, I want to be an artist. I want to do this. Because, you know, she's just like, that's my mom. My mom is doing it. And she, you know, she was doing it. So. That's what she tells people. She's like, I'm gonna be an artist or I'm gonna
1: be a basketball player. People, people tend to, if that's what like my my mother is an inspiration for me, you mm-hmm. know, because my mother owned you know properties. Okay. So, um, going growing up, that's what I saw. Yeah, I saw her being a landlady mm-hmm. or landlord or however you want to put it. I saw that growing up, so. Subconsciously, I never looked at it like okay, even though she had a job, but she was still a, a business person, and eventually she gravitated more into doing, you know, real estate than she was doing her job. Uh-huh. But when you see things like that growing up, yeah. you know, you feel like no, nah, there is another path. Another path,
0: path. right? You right. Yeah.
1: I've seen it. I witnessed yeah. that path, so I know there's another path. Yeah. People that don't see it.
0: It's kind of, it's kind of scary. It's, it it like, is. Kind of, scary.
1: It is. It is a fearful thing because you don't. You don't know. You don't know. If,
0: will this work out? You don't. I don't yeah. know. One that has worked out for. Yeah. And right. you only
1: know what you know, That's right? True. And if you don't know it, then it's like I, I'm, I'm going into uncharted territories. Yeah. But if you know already, you know that there's a path. You're like, no, I'm, I'm gonna take this risk because I've seen this done. So I know if it could be done, I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. and that's why you see most athletes, their son follows some of them. You know, their, yeah. their kids follow yeah, their definitely, path definitely, yeah. because they're like, "No, I've seen it done. Yeah, it, that's it's possible. you know, my dad made it to the NBA or my mother made it to the WNBA, yeah. then I can too." Right,
0: right.
1: You know, so it's the language and it's the message that trickles down into the family. Mm-hmm. That that, and that's why it's important to let your kids see it. Mm-hmm. Not having conversations with your kids about life in general, about what you do in general, is a disservice to your kids. Sure. You should be able to share all that information, all those jewels. Yeah. You don't know when they might need you know. it, right? <laughs> right, but right. you should instill them in them. Like, hey, listen, um, if I'm having a discussion about how we're gonna make things work, they should be involved into mm-hmm. it. Like, hey they don't have to know like the every single detail but they should have a broad perspective and as they get older if they find interest in it then allow them to jump in right, right. but at least make them comfortable with seeing all right yeah this is what we this is what we do as a family mm-hmm. and most family businesses are successful because a lot of people hands-on they that's believe true. in they it believe it's it. like yeah it's yeah. a family business that's what's providing us that's what's right, making right, right. us so we all get hands-on but we also learn business right and that's that's the most important thing that's why you should have should have your daughter out there every now and then. Yeah,
0: yeah when it gets warmer right now it's yeah. kind of cold but with um she she helped me do like my online orders she's always been my assistant i have videos of her when she was like six literally putting labels on packages like i'm teaching her this is orders for this person this is the label goes taping up orders so she she knows that and one thing that i'm really happy about is she knows like anything is possible because she knows, she's seen mommy. She's seen mommy like broke on Monday and then rich by Friday. No. <laughs> but no, she's seen like, right. like I, you know, you think I make things happen. Like my daughter thinks I'm like superwoman to her. She's just like.
1: But that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. We 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 should be the first superheroes.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the, the, the kids' first superheroes should be their parents. Right. Yeah. And then their trick was out to the other thing, but that's the way it should be. It should be that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, then we have to look at ourselves or what we're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I said like some, like I made a lot of mistakes and I'm pretty sure a lot of people did too, but you learn from those, like you make adjustments as you get, as you get older. Right. Yeah. And then you, but if they see that and they're like, nah, look what, look what they overcame. I'm going to do the same thing. I mm-hmm. could overcome and I could be successful too.
0: But- Cause basically I've tried a lot of different things. mm mm-hmm. Like I've been selling things since I was like a teenager. When MySpace was out, I was uh, taught myself how to code to charge people for MySpace pages. My friends have literally like, I'm an inspiration for a lot of my friends. They tell me this every day my friends tell me like, you know, like I can't stop for them. And I, mm-hmm. that, I feel I feel a big responsibility, you know? And I'm just like really shouldn't give up. Like in that Kanye documentary, you really need to just keep, keep knocking, going. keep keep going. And I'm happy that I really watched that documentary because I'm like, you know, when you're growing up, you're young, you feel like things should be like instantly gratified, mm-hmm. you, know, grat, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gratified instantly. And now it's my whole 20s. My whole 20s, I felt like I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not where I need to be right now. So that, that makes you depressed. Like, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, But right. it, 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 here's, here's the thing about that that's so unique, right? It's because you still should have a sense of urgency, but yeah. you shouldn't be rushing. I'm,
0: I'm not pressed like I'm yeah, in my yeah, 20s. yeah.
1: So, and and you hear a lot of successful people, and I share this a few times too. It's like successful people are so, so far removed mm-hmm. from the early grind days, so it's easier for them to tell you to slow down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Uh, they have experience though, so they can tell they you that tell you're you. eventually going to get there. Right, right. But as that that hunger for wanting. You know that has to be there, mm-hmm. and that hunger to like, no, I gotta, I gotta keep going. I gotta push. Yeah. I gotta push. I gotta push. Yeah. Knock on the door. That hunger is what gets you through the door. Right, 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 right. So it's not, it's not that you shouldn't have a sense of urgency. You just shouldn't be hasty. Right, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and I think people get it confused when people say, "Oh, not nah, slow down. You'll get there." No, 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 no. Have a sense of urgency. Yeah. We'll get there eventually, but still have a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And the different, the, the meat and potato between the two mm-hmm. is the fact one is not saying jump off the roof and just do anything. Mm-hmm. It's being calculated but being productive every day, doing a mm-hmm. little something every single day that's gonna move you yeah further. Yeah, that's being having a sense of urgency, not sitting there and waiting. Right, you know. Every day, do something productive that's gonna get you closer to your goal.
0: Right, right, right. And that's
1: that's that's the missing piece, the missing ingredient that I think that's far that's removed when people have conversations about should you you know slow down. No, right. but,
0: I do feel a lot of people should really understand that. Like, you really can get so far, even in a short period amount of time, mm-hmm. if you really do something every single day to contribute to your business. Yeah. That's it. That's,
1: that's it. And that's what I'm trying look, to do. Listen, look at the. When we go back and look at the Kanye thing again, one thing he never did when every time, you know, people saying, no, relax, you're going to get there. You got the yeah. get there. He never, even after his uh, his uh, mouth got wired, yeah. right? He was like, man, he's supposed to have surgery. Nah, I got momentum. I got to keep it up, yeah. right? Yeah. The other thing was he, um, uh, even before then, when nobody was like, taking him seriously, he went to studio after studio, asking friends to jump yeah. on tracks. He kept himself busy. He yeah. didn't wait for something to happen. He made it happen by having a sense of urgency and saying, "Listen, like even though it's not happening right now, mm-hmm. but let's just let's just keep going. Okay. Let's just keep going. Let's let's do something. Let's let's get let's move up, move the needle a little bit closer right, to right. the goal. And that should be always the mindset. And, that, and that's why, like when I hear people say, ah, slow down,' for what? Yeah. What am I slowing down for? Right, Who's right, coming right. to the rescue? Right, right, Nobody's right. coming to your rescue. Yeah. So you you have to be the one that's going to have to be proactive every single yeah. day. But that doesn't mean being hasty and jumping out the window. Mm-hmm. It just means that we got to do something productive every day that's going to move the needle right.
0: closer. Uh, but are you aware that there's a lot of uh like kids in their 20s that who are depressed for the fact that they're not getting somewhere fast? Like, I have, I have younger siblings. And I feel like they com- they're comparing themselves to people that they see on social media, and I'm just like, a I'm thing. like, you're not even like relax. <laughs> yeah, that's a role Focus, thing. focus on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Give it a year. Get something at least a year. Yeah, you know, yeah. keep going for a year first before you give up. Like,
1: Absolutely, and I and I think that the, the problem is we we project the future without doing the work now. Yeah. Like, everybody wants the end results without doing the work now. But if you focus on the work now, Mm -hmm. eventually we all going to get there, right? But let's just focus on the work now. And social media, it's a good and bad thing because the good part is, you know, you see what you can achieve Mm
0: -hmm. if
1: it's real. For the ones that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what you can achieve. But sometimes it makes people forget about the steps in in, in front yeah, of yeah. There's
0: steps you got to take, yeah. you know, and there's some work you do have to lay down some work. But definitely stay consistent. Like, like I said, I, I this is the hardest of work. Like, and I'm talking about um, I wake wake up in the morning, leave the house by six thirty, drop my daughter to school, then Missouri and I are in the bus from eleven to eight at night, and I go get my daughter, get her back home, dinner. I don't want to sleep until eleven. I'm up from 6 until 11. That's every single day. But I see I see, like what it's doing for the bus. The bus is moving at a fast pace. The goals that we set for ourselves, like beginning. Mm-hmm. we First of all, we opened the bus. The first day, this man made me open this bus a day after the blizzard. He opened it in like 20-degree mm-hmm. weather. I like it. You. Know <laughs> like like, that's, that's what I'm saying. I needed this guy yeah, because yeah. me personally, I been like, I'm going back to sleep. But we were out there in 20 degree weather and people are stopping by and shopping on, 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 a, on a snowy day. Like stop. It doesn't stop. Yeah, that's
1: what I said. Who's coming to the rescue?
0: You know, it doesn't stop. So it's like you have to put in the work and just, just say, this is my a month we've been in business and we're hitting our goals. Like we're hitting our daily goals on the head. So we're like, okay, we know we have to scale because this this don't make no sense. Like we're <laughs> we're, we're doing what we always we thought we we're going to do and it's only been a month. Yeah. So let's work on scaling.
1: I agree. I agree. But so this 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 was amazing. I want I want you to share your, you know, your social media where they could contact you oh, at okay,
0: okay. um you know,
1: where your, your stuff is located so they can stop yeah. by and visit.
0: The bus is located on Bogart and Harrison Place in Bushwood, Brooklyn, open from Friday to Sunday from twelve to seven PM. And the Instagram is the time is ten twenty.
1: That's what's up. All right, guys, thank you so much. Please go check out her shop. Um, Trust me, it is an attraction. You're going to love it. And the pictures, by the way, on IG is amazing. Um, Everything with her is quality. Um, They have an amazing team, her and her partner, and they're doing a, a great job. So tune in for next time. It's been great. Please don't forget, subscribe, like, share, and leave a comment if there's something you would like for us to answer. By the way, my name is Stan Lane, as you should know by now, hopefully. This is LaToya. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.